Welcome to the Radioactive Summer Break, a mix of community conversations and music discovery that you only get from Listener's Community Radio of Utah. We are KRCL 90.9, and I'm Laura Jones. Coming up tonight, I'll be sharing some clips from a recent event in which faith leaders set up tents outside the Salt Lake County Government Center and then challenged county officials to use just a teeny portion of federal funds coming our way as part of the American Rescue Plan to build affordable housing. Seems like a no-brainer to me. First, though, an invitation to help us build our Songs of Summer playlist here on the Radioactive Summer Break. Call 385-800-1889, and you can dedicate a song to someone in your life, a nonprofit or cause you support, or just shout out some musical inspiration to the community. Be sure to include your first name and neighborhood. Tell me all about the song, and then dedicate it like you're the DJ. In keeping with our housing theme this evening, I've got one from me to you. And for all the 80s fans out there, it's a band that always brightens my day, no matter the song. This one, I hope you enjoy it. Our House by Madness on the Radioactive Songs of Summer playlist. I'm Laura Jones, and you're listening to the Radioactive Summer Break. Last week, outside the Salt Lake County Government Center, in triple-digit heat, I might add, the Coalition of Religious Communities set up tents and invited county officials to come out and put one up with them, but talk primarily about the importance of building housing to end homelessness. Why? Well, over the next two years, Salt Lake County will receive $225 million in funding through the American Rescue Plan Act. The Coalition of Religious Communities believes county officials should dedicate just 20 percent of that funding, or $45 million, to the production of housing that would reduce homelessness in the state's largest county. I recorded some of their comments to share with you, and we're going to start with Bridget Weir. It's a pleasure to be with you here today, and I am Pastor Bridget Weir from the faithful community of Our Savior's Lutheran Church in Holiday. I want to share with you a well-known and well-loved scripture passage from my faith traditions that are the words of Jesus to his followers the night before he's executed by the state. In my father's house, he says, there are many dwelling places. This passage highlights for us that there is indeed room for everyone. We know this. This passage tells us that there is a space of love and security and dignity for all people. Moreover, that each person has value and should be seen and loved. There's room for all, and there is a room for all. It matters that we are gathered here today in my faith worldview, and it matters to God. And so it matters to all of us as a community. And we all as a community profess to love and care for one another. We try to live this out, don't we? From our diverse and varied perspectives. And yet, I know, I'm here to confess that I fall short. Maybe you do too, maybe you don't. In spite good intentions. But here's the good news today. We are given the chance to try again. 
We are in such a space right now to try again for our unhoused siblings. We have an opportunity to create dwelling places for our neighbors with the $225 million coming to this state from the American Rescue Plan. And we're just looking for $45 million of that, that's all, to address the complexity of housing needs. We know from the data that the initiative of Housing First, that is, in case you're not familiar, offering housing before you worry about other wraparound intervention services is highly effective. In particular, we know stabilizing unhoused families allows for the other layers, such as health and mental health concerns, to be effectively addressed. And health and mental health challenges are a leading cause of chronic homelessness and without any intervention simply perpetuate the cycle. In recent studies, over 20% of people experiencing homelessness were diagnosed with, ment um, with mental health illness challenges. 26% of head of households experiencing homelessness have mental health challenges and 50% of those experiencing homelessness have live with a disability. Data from the Housing First Initiative in Utah County reported that 89%, that's a B plus, I'd be happy with that in college, <laughs> of families housed under the Housing First program remained housed 12 months later. Salt Lake County and Utah County have both witnessed the success of the Housing First Initiative and yet, and yet we need a deeper commitment together for additional affordable housing availability, not just for that program, but for others. Yes. Additional dwelling places yes. are needed. This commitment will require an outlay of funding at the beginning, at the onset, but then the county and state will reap the benefits long-term when there are more families that are stable, working, receiving education, productive, and have dignity and value. Long-term affordable and accessible housing allows the health and mental health challenges to be effectively addressed and mitigated, thus offering us all a healthier community. Amen. The gift of Salt Lake County, and there are many, that I see each day is that we value community and the health of one another. Now is the time to invest in that value, to say yes to a dwelling place for each family and person, to say yes to a safe, loving dwelling place where we all thrive and flourish as intended by our loving God. Amen. How we spend our time and our resources and yes, our money speaks to this value, my friends. So let's value each other and our siblings in need of a dwelling place. Amen. Thank you. Good afternoon. I'm Ebony Tyler, and I and I'm here to talk to you today about child and family homelessness. We all like to believe that those around us are taken care of, and that homelessness is not an imminent threat. That is not reality. Every day, people lose their homes, whether it be because of natural disasters, eviction, domestic violence, failing health, or other reasons. Personally. Having faced housing instability, I know it can be a shameful, 
and humbling experience. As a child, I knew well the fear and the shame that comes from unstable housing. Now, I am fortunate enough to have stable housing, but growing up, I did not. I remember how heavy the room would grow when faced with another eviction notice. I would often question what was going to happen to us, only to be told it wasn't a child's place to worry. Right now, hundreds of children and their families are asking what is going to happen to them. Being amid a global pandemic and with rent moratoriums running out, our communities are vulnerable. No one was prepared for a pandemic and the subsequent fallout. Um, millions of people lost their loved ones, their jobs, their homes, and their health. But there is hope. The financial resources available through the American Rescue Plan Act gives the opportunity to invest $225 million into the community. Uh, we are advocating $45 million be invested in social services and building affordable, stable, permanent housing. A chance like this does not come around often. It is our job to make real and effective change. But if not now, then when? And if not us, then who? We can no longer wait. Homelessness does not discriminate. It can happen to any of us. Um, we are obligated to provide for the homeless in our community. We need to do better. Our communities, our children deserve better. What, what we are doing is we are calling attention to the issue of homelessness. But I'm here today to ask, what are you going to do in response? Mm -hmm. Thank you for your time. This afternoon, we are here to impress upon the officials of Salt Lake County the incredible opportunity that we have at this moment to really do something about addressing the issues of homelessness here in Salt Lake County. Over the next two years, Salt Lake County will receive $225 million as part of the American Rescue Plan Act. And this presents to us uh, a real, uh, uh, this community, it presents an incredible opportunity to spend an appropriate amount of money to affect real change in the housing issues that plague our community. We're asking the county to take 20% of that allocation, $45 million, just a little bit, uh, and direct it toward creating affordable housing that confronts the issues of homelessness. We cannot do, if we can't do this now, when will we ever have this kind of money? Then when will we ever really address this issue? People experiencing homelessness in Utah went up almost 12% last year, and all one has to do is look around and see that it is only going to be worse this year. If not now, then when? Now, when Utah has experienced one of the best economic recoveries in the country and was named by U.S. News and World Report as the best economy in the United States, if not now, then when? Yes. Now, when tents sites are cropping up all over the city and all three of the brand new shelters that was supposed to resolve these issues that when the road home shelter shut down are operating at near capacity and have been ever since they opened if not now then when 
Now, when hundreds of those who experience homelessness are families with children under the age of six, a situation that exposes these children to abuse and can do irreparable harm to those in the most formative years of their lives. According to the Child Homelessness Report last year, the most common age at which to experience homelessness in the United States is one year old. If not now, then when? Now, when developers are making a killing on creating high-end luxury housing that make millionaires billionaires, but does not does very little to address the issues of affordable, uh, accessible, permanent housing for the most vulnerable among us. If not now, then when? Now, when people with physical or mental disabilities are particularly hard hit, and people of color are particularly hard hit by the lack of affordable housing, more than two-thirds, 69% of which are staying in unsheltered locations, such as on sidewalks or in doorways, parks or encampments, under bridges, in cars, buses, or abandoned buildings, rather than in emergency shelters, then if not now, then when? Now. now is the time to invest in social services that are readily available and accessible. Now is the time to invest in permanent housing that is subsidized in a way that allows low-income working families to stay in stable permanent housing. Now is the time to invest in more mental health services. Now is the time to invest in more shelter space as a stopgap between uh, housing that uh, we can find and finding a stable living situation. Now is the time to spend money on drug treatment that works and is easy to get into. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now. Not tomorrow, now. not down the road, not when things are even better and not left to charities like all these churches represented here. Now is the time for all of us to collectively work together to solve this problem. Here is an obvious statement. The key to ending homelessness for virtually all populations is affordable, accessible, permanent housing. Amen. And the key to permanent housing is money. Money spent by the government entities such as Salt Lake County on real solutions to the housing crisis that we are experiencing right now. Now is the opportunity to do just that. Now is the time. Thank you and God bless. Hello, my name is Pastor Bennett. I'm the pastor of Granger Community Christian Church. And I would encourage the people who are in this gathering today, the people who watch it on the news, the people who hear about it, the people who see it on Facebook or wherever, talk to your representatives. Yes. They're here because they expect to hear from you. Yes. Talk to your representatives and tell them that homelessness matters. Homelessness for children matters. Yes. People who are living in encampments matter. People who are broken in some place where that's all they have, they matter. Yes. Tell our council people, our, rep, our re representatives, that we expect them to use this money to make a difference with this problem. Amen. You have the voice. Yes. You have the say. They care a lot more about what individuals, the homeowners, the people in their communities think. It's up to us to tell them what we think.
Thank you. Pastor Vanetta Golfin Wilkerson of Granger Community Christian Church, Reverend Curtis Price, First Baptist Church, Ebony Tyler, also from Granger Community Christian, and starting us off, Reverend Bridget Weir, Our Savior's Lutheran Church. I wanted to find out where Cork, the Coalition of Religious Communities, is going to go next to keep driving home the point to county officials that now is the time for affordable housing and that this money from the American Rescue Plan Act should be spent this way. So I phoned up Bill Tibbetts, who's with Crossroads Urban Center, and the Coalition of Religious Communities, or Cork, is a program he oversees. I think that they're going to have trouble coming up with something that they could do that would have a bigger impact. But I mean, I, I think that we actually are at a point where we, we've tried a bunch of things that didn't work with reducing homelessness. We, and I, I think it's the thing that we know works is, is, is giving people homes. And it's, uh, we have a, a list of what we need and it's been prepared by Salt Lake Valley Coalition at Homelessness. It's time to actually invest in that. And, and if we can't do it now, when we're getting 225 million that we weren't anticipating, when is Salt Lake County going to start uh, doing what it what it needs to do to actually reduce the number of people who need to sleep in a car or uh, can't in a tent somewhere? What is the ask moving forward? It's one thing to hold a press event, say we want twenty percent of this ARPA money to be spent on this. What do you do now going forward as Cork, as Crossroads Urban Center, to make sure lawmakers get this done? I mean, the good news in terms of where we started last week was that five of the nine council, county council members actually came out and talked to us. They listened to, to Pastor Weir's sermon and our talk about the importance of, uh, of, of doing what we can to end homelessness. I think... Um, they and so what's important to realize is that the county council meets every tuesday they're meeting at four o'clock on july 13th and they're meeting uh, again next week and they uh you know we need it's they are going to be dis- deliberating how to spend this money probably until at least november and so we need people to show up and say, you know, it's, there are too many people camping outside and we need to do something about that. Where can we direct folks to get more information, to sign up, to uh, focus their attention on this issue? I, we will have, we have information about this issue on our website, www.crossroadsurbancenter.org. We will continue to have information there. As, as things move forward, we uh, are working to, to put up a video from last week and, and pictures, but I think more importantly, we're going to continue to, to reach out to the people who can decide how this money is going to be spent, and, and uh, we need help from as many people as we can get, because I, I don't think, I mean, housing is really expensive. There's not going to be a lot of opportunities to spend $45 million uh, like we have right now. I I think um, there are cities, there are states all over the country that are uh, 
pur purchasing underused motels and hotels and converting them into housing for homeless people, you, um, there is, with this money, we have an opportunity to do that. And, and what's nice about that is, is that it's, um, it is much faster to, to convert a motel into housing than it is to start a project from scratch. You, um, and so we, if we did this quickly, we really could um, have housing units available by, by next summer or sooner. And rather than, um, you know, having projects that are, are going to come online in two or three years. I mean, we, the sooner we can get the housing we need to move people out of the street, the better. And that's Bill Tibbetts, Crossroads Urban Center and director of the Coalition of Religious Communities program under Crossroads Urban Center. Check tonight's show notes for a link to everything we've talked about. And to add your voice to the call for more affordable housing, to take this chance with the ARPA money and make a difference. I'm Laura Jones, and this one is Smile, Valerie June on KRCL 90.9.